this really shows goes back to me being a psychopath but i was like this is going to be on live television i can't go into a lot like a tv thing not knowing who it is i can't do a blind yeah. date if it's someone that i do not vibe with i'm going to come across as an asshole so anyway they were like okay what we can tell you is the place that he's from his age and a fact about him so they told me where he was from what his age was and that he plays the fiddle now <laughs> six minutes later I have, so I, I this is psychotic i bought tinder gold <laughs> set my location to belfast <laughs> vigorously swiping to people and then i found someone with a fiddle in his profile Bang, found and went on and um, turns out it was this drag queen which i was like cool um anyway i i, I had so i had to, i had like a huge mood board like with all the the wires going out all the photographs um <laughs> <laughs> and I knew everything about this guy. And then we had a date and he was like, oh, like I played the fiddle. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, oh, I'm a drag queen. And I was like, what? Oh my God. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. This is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people I know. I'm, of course, your host, Connor Finn. And on this week's episode, I was joined by the fabulous Kane Griffin from Gaelagory. Kane is a content creator, writer, and meme maker, probably best known for his hilarious Irish pop culture and LGBT meme page, Gaelagory. We discuss the origins of Gaelagory from a student radio show and Kian lip syncing on camcorders to the page blowing up with popularity over lockdown and sparking a new age of Irish language in popular culture for a digital generation. Kian was such a lovely honest guest to have on the show and I just had so much fun chatting to him, finding out all about the origins of this meme page, how he got into everything that he is today, how Paul Meskell is yet to get in touch with him by a date and uh, all the crack in between. He is one to watch so if you haven't followed him please make sure to follow him before or after the podcast or maybe halfway in between. You'll absolutely love the content that he's putting out. So, Without further ado, please enjoy this latest episode of Finterviews with the wonderful Kane Griffin. Well, welcome back to another episode of Finterviews on the show this week. I'm delighted to have on the lovely Kane from Gilgory. How's it going, Kane? Oh, how are we? Did you? Did you? Talk about I did you see the tension that I had there just before <laughs> pronouncing it? Oh, I was like, I, Jesus, am I an interviewee <laughs> or am I like a, a sex offender? Oh man, like I mean, jeez, I've it's happened before. I've had like um Cormac McDermott on like this the podcast before, and I just there's such tension with me being like. Right, I know my Irish is shit, but like, I just, I'm, I'm going to try my best with this because I don't want like Irish Twitter coming after me. It's intense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, Gwelga, Gwelga Brishta and all that shit. All that shit. Yeah, exactly. Also, um, I have too many friends that would just like absolutely slate me for being like, are you fucking kidding me that you brought this lad on the podcast and you just like absolutely butchered everything. So, um, yeah, that. Just, just in hindsight, if anybody's listening, hears me going, <laughs> I'm just trying to make, I'm trying not to make a dick out of myself because I can barely handle English. So, yeah. <laughs> no worries. I'm not judging it. Well, I'm judging, but not, no, no, anyway. I'm no, judging internally. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Next thing I'll be uploading all this video, being like, yeah, that's right. 
no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, but Kian, first and foremost, um, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Honestly, no um, I'm big fan of your page. Obviously, mentioned it there a second ago, but for maybe the people that um are coming on to the podcast and don't know about yourself rude uh but like maybe tell a little bit about your background maybe what you're known for yeah oh god i hate this question um basically (laughs) it's a meme page kind of but it's also i mean it's an english irish meme page so it's mainly through irish with english subtitles or captions and it's like yeah pop culture gay references drag race and then occasionally me like going on rants or talking about drag or putting on makeup or singing or the rapping or poems in irish it's really hard i don't know yeah (laughs) i was literally about to be like yeah this is kind of like tells like this is about the page and stuff and then i was kind of going through like you know each your feeds like you know on twitter on instagram trying to like summarize what the page actually is and I was like you know what I'm just gonna try to not take myself further into a grave here I'm gonna let you you know take the toll on that one and explain what exactly it is because I mean it's like memes as you said like fucking bilingual memes um well sometimes they're like that's right that's why I get it because I'm like trying to like follow along and learn while also you know not being fluent at all so it's like equally appealing to like a wider audience but still within that category of you know Irish is good all the rest of it um but then like then there's some stuff that goes up and it's like it was even like some of the things that you put up <laughs> that are just beautiful I mean renditions of songs it's not just memes it's 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 true quality content that's what I like to think of it. yeah it's basically okay I better should rephrase it's basically content for people that want to kind of brush up on their Irish and enjoy content they'd normally enjoy anyway but with Irish and English subtitles, so they can learn as they as they enjoy. <laughs> oh, I did WAP in Irish, and that was kind of that was well received. So stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? Here for the kids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> but I suppose, <Not>. like, I read it. No, but I suppose, like, the, it's the reason I kind of reached out to you is, as you said, like this is the thing that like has managed to capture so many people's like attention and you know interest because it's you're one of the few people that like I I don't know that many other creators that are able to do that balance so eloquently. But like I suppose when did I love that you're being like okay? Um, I suppose oh like <laughs> well, like for me, like it seems like it, like do you know what I mean? Like, I can't fucking like do half the shit, so I'm like, wow, this guy's really good. But I suppose like coming back to that, like when did you first get into this? Like as you said, like I world of like content creation, like and developing like Gail Gorey page. Like was it something that you'd always gravitate towards and had a pass for, or like? potentially another path in mind because i actually did a little bit of research in this and uh wasn't it like back in like call <laughs> that's right <laughs> i don't just press record <laughs> but wasn't it back in college you and mate um kind of started up this like whole was it the page itself or was it just like this kind of like idea of like making memes that like you know were like within ask Ilk? Yeah, so basically, I mean, well, going way back, I remember just got a weird flashback there. Like, I think I'm back. Keep going. I'm going way back. I'm like talking. Okay, I was like six or seven. I just remember finding my an old camcorder in my house. Now, I mean, like old. It was like it weighed more than me. It was massive, and I just got this weird flashback of me and two other kids that I lived with, lived near, um, 
setting it up on like setting the thing up hands free on a slide facing a trampoline and jumping around <laughs> lip syncing to bop to the top from high school musical <laughs> i don't know why i admit that i was lip syncing for my life before it was cool um but yeah there, there, i think i've always enjoyed like just being stupid on camera um whether intentional or not but yeah flash forward to college gail gory started me and my friend um it started off as a radio show, actually. It was um, Radio Reraw. I remember my friend had a radio show and her ho- her co-host was sick. So one yeah. day I went in with her and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Um, the power. Um, so <laughs> the then, influence. Literally, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, about a week later, I just, I emailed him. I was like, here, I want to do this. This is why you need me. Gail Gorey will be like uh, an, an LGBT Irish shit talk show where we'll just... <laughs> spill the tea talk about <laughs> gossip have a bit of a bitch like um and it kind of snowballed there then it wasn't until after the show finished actually that we I started taking Instagram a bit more seriously mm. and using that as a, a way for me honestly just to keep up my Irish um, and yeah. a bit selfishly and then people started following me and I was like oh right okay here we go <laughs> and yeah it kind of grew crazy like I mean in the first I think it was three years it took us to get to 1,000 followers, which was, yeah. that was when we were, the, it was kind of just a side thing. And then mm. I started, I mean, at the start of COVID, really, I started just posting content every day and we hit 10K, oh God, two months ago, maybe. I don't know what I'm saying, Jeez. we, it's just me now, my friend, <laughs> like left the country um, <laughs> and hasn't really been involved because he's just too busy with his new life just figuring um discovering himself abroad but um yeah now it's just me and posting shit what was the question (laughs) (laughs) no i mean you were doing like perfectly there don't worry at all i mean yeah so i mean as you said it kind of went from camcorder lip syncing for your life i mean and of course that just translates directly into radio show guys we're gonna get fucking down with this you know what i mean we're just gonna gossip and like but, but like literally that's what i think is like so like funny about it like like just <laughs> it's kind of stemmed from obviously what was you know just a radio show without you're being like fuck it like this bit of crack into something that like now like you'll see yourself like i mean anybody that's on like irish twitter or any kind of like things similar to that at all well just like any of my kind of like rings of influence i'm like on the internet at the moment it's yourself or like some other people that are like come up with this like like you know consistently like engaging fucking top quality balter content yeah. like uh not sound like too laddie about it but i don't know <laughs> it was like top quality um, but it's like, you know, like, yeah yeah i get what you're saying like yeah. in the last I think michael months, fry is very good His yeah yeah making it's, songs it's, out of <laughs> iconic irish memes stuff like that people just having fun makes yeah. other people have fun and especially over lockdown, as you said, like, I mean, oh. I'd, uh, I'd actually been following you before lockdown, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> She's an original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was one of the OGs. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, since, like, as you said, it's blown up. And like, even like now, when I ever, I was doing a little bit more research, like, I mean, you've got on to like so many different interviews like it seems to be really picking up from what you said I mean originally start off in a <laughs> bit of a fancy just take and be like yeah guys like do you want to set me on a radio like show here like and then making it into a meme page like it's, it's it seems to have just blown up like 
mad like have you have you felt that bit of response from it <laughs> i hate my, my friends are gonna slate me for this but um in <laughs> since lockdown i've started being like this is so I, i'm actually cringing for myself um but like <laughs> people like kids i feel like most of my <laughs> sorry i don't know where i'm going with this most of my following is like teenagers doing the leaving cert and since really? lockdown i've been stopped a lot around dublin by like little kids that are <laughs> that are like oh my god you're and like they're speechless and they're stuttering and i i'm not like i'm actually quite introverted in public anyway um so like i'm there like sweating awkward <laughs> af because i'm like oh what do they want um please talk this is so uncomfortable um but people are lovely like i remember in galway this, i was like in air no spanish arts drinking with my friends this is when Famous. this is all legal. Classic. <laughs> uh, yeah. And these three girls came up to me and they were just, I was, I was a bit drunk now. But I, oh yeah, anyway. No judgment. Uh, it's okay. They came it's up okay. to me and they were like, because my friends, I, I was taking the piss. I was like, oh, we're in Galway. Like, every, all my fans are here. Like, I'm going to be stopped. This is going to so I just want to live a normal life. Um, and then, like, completely taking the piss. Obviously, I'm not like that. And then these three girls came up to me and were like, shitting themselves mm. and my friends couldn't believe it and I couldn't believe it and I was like this is so strange like I post I post gay content online and like <laughs> obviously the gays are the gays are at the top of the ladder there we are the supremes so it's so weird <laughs> growing up in like Catholic Ireland when that was shunned that now this is what people can get like a following from um, god I'm so hateable I'm gonna be cancelled by <laughs> I'm going to be cancelled for saying that. If, not by anyone, oh, but my friends. Man, I've got, like, this entire podcast series, like, literally, it's as soon as I come off it, they're like, oh, do you think you're somebody because you're a podcaster now? And I'm like, well, like, I don't know. Like, I had Michael Fry on. Like, I had Gilgory on. Like, guys, <laughs> kind of a big deal. Except all of us is audio, so unless somebody listens to it, I'm, I, I doubt I'll be stopped in, like, you know, the street by kids. Uh, unless it's for a completely different reason. But we don't need to get into that. Anyway, spend charge. Uh- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just cancelled myself, so you didn't have to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the things I do for my guests. <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I presume you edit this so much, right? No, this all goes out, sir. Oh, the hot scoop. Okay, we're okay, okay. Good to know going forward. Yeah, this is why you should probably warn my guests beforehand, be like, this is completely unedited. I mean, unless something horrendous, I, I will yeah. edit out, but I, I, I try to keep this um organic. <laughs> <laughs> as possible um i mean haven't said anything to offend anybody yet i hope um so uh <laughs> in those regards nobody can cast me yet do you know what i mean yeah I, I, hopefully <laughs> i don't have a big enough following yeah so <laughs> but actually that is a good point to note um because that's i have noticed that as well obviously the love is great and the reception is great but there's also like a lot more hate like mm. oh, not to make this a sob story but like just getting dms of like really really mean stuff and i'm fine i'm 25 um so <laughs> the louder uh, what for the people in the back <laughs> i'm 25 i'm half i'm halfway to 50 but um i'm obviously a lot more <laughs> able to take it and i'm confident and i love myself gotham mm. fan obsessed myself but like <laughs> if i was i don't know there's there's young content creators like there's 16 year olds blowing up on tiktok that yeah i mean if i was in those shoes i definitely wouldn't be able to take the the hate that I get now 
if I was that age. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's the best of both, I guess. Well, not the best, but, you know, there's two sides to the coin. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be like... It isn't easy. (laughs) God, it really took a toll on me. (laughs) I I hope people know when I'm being, like, sarcastic and satirical. I don't think I'm famous. (laughs) But, like, don't talk to me if (laughs) if you make less than 100k a year. (laughs) You cost that standard, you know what I mean? Um, No, 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 clearly. I mean, like, I think that anybody that, you know, sees your content knows that it's all a good humor it's a good like i think you know you're balancing out you're not doing anything that's like anybody i think could take you too seriously to be like god he really fucking like is in love with himself but like kind of from that like i suppose as you said this thing has like this page and like the content like and the followers like there's good and bad that's came from all of us but like it as it's such a kind of like niche really if you think about like kind of like you're doing for the guests do it for the irish like literally like yeah. what is inspiration that is like kind of behind this like what was that there's like was there anyone or anything that particularly like influenced you or to this day kind of influences you that you like you kind of thought like this is where i want to go with this or this is a reason yeah. i like i want to spark this because i know that you did say like the people that have came from it are a lot of like um, ones from like leaving cert and whatever like this but like obviously that's just like a, has happened from it like like, like what is, is there any kind of inspiration that you take you know from things yeah I mean <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> forgot how to interview I really there like, for a hot um, second things <laughs> no um, my I feel like my biggest reference points have come from like I was obsessed with Vine and like in real life I can't go like 10 minutes without making a reference to something that probably half the room won't get. Mm. Um, like, it's just, I, I don't have my own sense of humor, vocabulary. I just regurgitate <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so like, I mean, Vine, I'm, I've always been, I've, I've always been a big advocate of memes. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I think our generation is unique in that. Like, I mean, memes are so relevant. Like companies have built them into marketing campaigns. Mm. That's how relevant they are for our dem- our demographic. God, what, what are I did a seminar on <laughs> one. In, I did a seminar on one in uni. If that makes you feel any better, literally okay. about memes. Like so, I mean, yeah, like I, I'll I'll completely hit this stuff up. Everybody else probably tuned off by now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Well, yeah, the question, inspiration. Um, but I guess I mean a big part of it. I'm obviously an Irish speaker. I didn't really have Guelga until college. I mean, I I did, but the same level that the country normally has, which isn't great to be honest like the school system is a bit shit but in college I really embraced it and I just really got into it um and I think it's so frustrating I know this argument has been done to death but like it's so frustrating hearing that Irish is a dead language all the time because there's so many people that speak it like when I was in college I was speaking Irish for 90% of my day and really? 10% English I was speaking more Irish yeah like because all my friends would have been through Irish which is what I was studying mm. so all day long in classes we were studying usually if we were socializing we were in Conra on mm. Harcourt Street which is class if you haven't been go uh, oh after COVID, first, trip, mis- first, first trip to Dublin that's where my friend brought me to and like for years I was like trying to explain to people and I was like yeah like when they opened up the door I had to like speak some Irish to them and then next thing is going in and they're just playing like like they're free pouring pints it's like it was beautiful <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mad like no, it's like <laughs> the upside down and stranger things things just <laughs> reality bends in corner um but yeah i mean from someone who was very 
was seeing very visibly that Irish is alive and well. Hmm. Um, I just wanted to, I don't know, provide content for people that spoke Irish that wasn't, you know, like prose and poetry from the 1800s. I, like there are people creating modern content in Irish hmm. that, that, you know, help young people enjoy the language without even knowing they're learning. So that hmm. was kind of something I always wanted to do, create stupid silly like pun dad humor in irish um yeah and obviously like tribute to the gays like uh, most of what i do is like rainbow themed whatever so like yeah i guess just proving that motivating the motivation will be like just proving irish is is camp is modern and like yeah just thriving with the gays (laughs) (laughs) yeah i suppose like the best way to kind of put it like you basically bring like something that like you know is seen like as well with the shitty education system you want to talk about shitty like we only got to learn like because i was like clearly i'm from the north um but like do you know what i mean like i only got introduced to Irish um when i entered into first year of like secondary school and it was like literally two years and then like third year you kind of like basically dropped like you know one of them because you're like yeah. Irish, like in like French and like Spanish like do you know what I mean like so my Irish is shocking and like it it was always because it was put such a hard thing for me to like learn and like di- there was no kind of digestible content other than you know T.G. Cahar that was on and there's only so many times that you can try to watch Spongebob where it's like you know who Squidward <laughs> like you're kind of being like right come on do you know what I mean you feel like there was nothing really there for you which I suppose you know creates that kind of a barrier between young people especially trying to like be like keep like this like language live and well yeah. and keep it relevant without you know when everything else that's on the tv is being about like yeah we're going to take like a railway journey and it's going to be all ask Gaelic and you'll be like oh for fuck's sake like <laughs> but like oh, in fairness like, to tg car they have been like look their new venture and oh yeah. TG car. like they've really embraced like i remember the first thing i saw from them was elf on the shelf and they made like a a porn series with barb <laughs> with elf on the shelf and barbie and i was like that is funny um, and like they just they have so many content creators that work for them like i'm doing some work with them i've got a few series coming up with them so keep your eyes peeled um <laughs> but um yeah they've got some really really great creators um no but they've got they're really pushing the same thing like just content that people enjoy anyway mm. just through the medium of irish and i think that's that's the main thing. Giving people what they want um, and then just throw a bit of Gwelga in there. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't trying to shit in TG Car. By any means, Arshler, you've heard it officially here. Okay, it's not happening at all. Uh, because, oh, believe me, like, I, I love this whole, like, thing. It's where it's, like, the TG Car, like, intern and all things. Oh, so that's, like, who's taking over. Um, but, like, that's the kind of reason that, like, I suppose, like, why your page like in the last while has like seemed to take off like so well is that because you're creating content that usually was like and myself I'm sure plenty of others just didn't find accessible and now it's kind of being brought more into a digestible form but like I mean that, that, that that's why we love it I mean and then chucking some fucking drag race in there yeah like do you know what I mean like then then we're winning do you know what I mean yeah make it spicy <laughs> And if you don't like it, like you're a homophobe and you're gonna be canceled. Yeah, basically canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose, like before, like you're like kind of mentioned, like you know, life before this, but like before this, like you kind of work in content creation. Because if I'm not wrong, I actually tried to find you a bit of LinkedIn. Um, like you, you, like you would do kind of content creation, other stuff, like 
no matter where, like, do you know what I mean? You're like, write a book. You've um, just like published like a book as well. Um, like, would that be correct as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Trying not to put words into your mouth, but also trying to reference quite like insistently here. But maybe like tell us about like before this kind of area of working in some kind of manifestation within like art and whatever else about maybe some of the character building jobs that like, I don't know, that you maybe had growing up that maybe informed, you know, the content and the kind of humour that you're known for today. I don't know if you know what I mean by character building. Uh, oh, this I is know. like a term. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Honey. I've been working since I was like 13. So I was like working a bit illegally in my family pub. Child <laughs> pulling pints before like I was supposed to be to be honest um, and that was fine so I've been working fairly young I worked in a few supermarkets I worked in um, a, at a deli counter I oh, had some I mean. rough jobs like <laughs> I think honestly my favourite thing about graduating college as as much as I like I'm not shitting on it or anything but personally the worst years <laughs> of my life were working in the public like what is it called um the service industry like oh yeah i also worked in customer service in a phone center <laughs> when i t- like my hairline is fucked as it is but when i tell you <laughs> i was pulling out my hair oh my god it was the worst um but in terms of i mean there's a real standout one as well um oh, a few years ago i got um I just, I was desperate for a job after college, after my mm. undergrad, because I was starting a master's and I was like, lol, how am I going to pay for this? You see, you're robbing me blind. Um, <laughs> um, and I got a, I got an interview. I'm not going to name and shame, but I'll paint a picture of her. She had like, she had, she had a, she always wore like a pencil suit because she was really high and mighty. Like she had a Karen cut. Um, oh she was, God. Oh, she was, she, like she is a Karen. Um, yeah <laughs> remember she was she runs like loads of summer camps all over dublin mm. um and she was venturing out into an irish version of her summer camps i remember she for the interview she was like oh meet me here and i got there and it was the starbucks on leeson street and i was like oh that's really weird um and we went in and she was like oh that was down the road but i don't want to bring you inside and i was like oh okay <laughs> rude <laughs> and she was like so we're gonna have it here in the starbucks and i was like right okay and then we sat down and she was like aren't you going to buy anything? And I was like, um, no. And she's like, well, I'm not buying anything. And we can't do the interview here if none of us buy anything. So go buy something. And I was like, <laughs> um, right, okay. Me, I did not drink coffee at the time because I was like seven, 18, maybe 19. I was, um, and I forced myself to get a, like a, the, I was like, what's your weakest coffee? <laughs> get you anyway. They do tea. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I didn't just get hot chocolate or something. I ended up getting like, a mocha and like vomiting afterwards. Yeah, so and then you just went for a smoke outside as well because you're like, I got to sell it here. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I, I got the job anyway. It was, it was, it was. It should, I should have, I should have taken off the rose tinted glasses. The the oh. the red flags were everywhere. Um. Anyway, I started my first ever day. It was in UCD, um, and she was like, "All right, just rock up and you can t- take the class." And I was like, okay. So I rocked up. There was like 50 10 to 12 year olds. And she was like, okay, um, just teach them. And then she left. 
And she left for the whole day and left me all these little kids. I wasn't guard vetted. I like I had she just left me all all day with these kids. She was like, okay, do this. And she gave me a timetable. She's like, do some class and do some sports. And for the sports mm. section, I remember she gave me two badminton rackets and and a shuttlecock. <laughs> No, no net. We had we were in a car. We were in a car park in UCD. Me and like fifty kids with two badminton rackets. One of them was in a wheelchair, and she was. I was like, "Oh, what we do? What do we do for the wheelchair kit?" Like, shorty, we've got to account for that. And she was like, "Oh, they can just watch." And I was like, "Right, not okay." Um, and like the worst part of all was this is these are all South Dublin kids. Like they were paying like five hundred a week for this. Oh event. Jesus girl like two of them have just been hit by a car we're in a car park three of them have gone missing oh anyway she was like and then at the end of the day all the parents came back to collect their kids and yeah she she rocked back five minutes before they all arrived and like stood in the door like oh girl my god slan and like i was just like who the fuck um so i handed in my notice that day fur fur yeah that really taught me like there's there's people that will milk you yeah um and then obviously deli a deli is hard enough and especially when you're you're hung over and you've got a touch like i'm i'm such an easy gagger <laughs> um like like the smell of tuna um ketchup mustard anything like really prominent makes me get a gag so working on a deli counter was off i was like Bleh. <laughs> Spicier plate. But all right, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> like I shit you not, I, I I would not want to have been served by me. I was disgusting. But um, yeah, I'm very very happy to have sold my soul to the corporate life and just a nine to five office job for now until I make it in Hollywood. Exactly, exactly. I mean, obviously, all of those skills are transferable. <laughs> for I mean, you, you you've really just been put on you know the backbone of society. Do you know what I mean? You're pulling pipe from no age. You had to be making people fucking like hungover bastards or fucking like. You you know, whatever fillet rolls if I try to be sick. And then, yeah, equally chucked into a situation with um, just a round of random people and you just had to entertain them. So, I mean, if that isn't going to, you know, if that doesn't, like, inspire what uh, what, what, what Gwilagori is today, like, uh, I mean, and like, honestly. At the end of the day, like, I know how to make a class chicken fillet roll and I can pull a pint mm. of Guinness. Yeah. What more do you need? Exactly. Come on. <laughs> Send in your DMs now. <laughs> but I suppose, yeah, like those, <laughs> I thought I was not exact that at all. Like, but, um, but so it's kind of ones that like those jobs that I suppose when people like see the kind of content you're pushing out, I feel like a lot of people, similar as you said, people like Michael Fry and like even like other ones I've talked to, like Sean Burke, that like make like these funny things all the time. Ones are kind of like, oh, you're just doing that, but like you don't actually know like the real graft of things where I have like this, you're like, no, it's 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 always fun to kind of bring back. It's like, yeah, no, everybody's had to do these jobs of like homage yeah. enough that you're like, buddy, buddy, we're all in the same boat yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. And that's where uh, most of the inspiration comes from. Like mm. I I the character progression I had and my comedy from having to deal with the general public. Like the general public <laughs> have three brain cells collectively. Like <laughs> oh my God. Oh, most like everything is oh yeah, everything is inspired by real people I've met. 
<laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so do you know what I mean? Bring it on. Anybody else that wants to troll, fuck it. You're like, been there, done that. I can fucking take you out. But th- this is not an invitation, by the way. But like, if, if it happens, if it happens, you're, you're, you're prepared. You know what's happening. Yeah, Trammy. exactly. Um, uh, I suppose the next one that I was kind of going to ask you about, like, because as you said, you know, you're working this full-time job, but you're also pushing out this daily content, you know, doing your own projects in the background, everything else. Is there like ever a kind of average day for yourself? Like, um, or is this a horrible question because it's COVID and everybody's like looking at the same four walls? <laughs> I think, I mean... Oh, I, I I feel guilty saying this, but I've definitely tried my best to make the most out of COVID. Like, mm. it's, no, don't get me wrong, like, it's shit. I am miserable. <laughs> I've never been more depressed. But um, I'm definitely using the time. Like, I've, mm. I work a nine to five job in a tech company. So I'm like a social media marketer, which kind of ties into Galgory mm. anyway. It's kind of helping me. Actually, Galgory helped me get the job. Like, I was like, oh here's my Instagram. This is what I can do. Let me do your Instagram. And they were like, yeah, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe not um, jokes about sex. We sell <laughs> CRM software, but um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've, I've definitely been very lucky. I mean, especially in Irish, like there's so much opportunity for, well, I've had so much opportunity getting to work on radio shows and um, getting to do a lot of writing. Like I just published uh, an Irish English poetry book with one of my friends. I, over the summer, I got to raise 10K for four um, LGBTQ plus charities. Um, I'm writing a novel and a screenplay. Um, I'm also doing some work with TJ Carr. I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm going to tell you this, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, here we go. Um, I'm gonna be... <laughs> I love I didn't even have to coax it out. Yeah, I was just like, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm. You might see me on screens in the next few months. Um, I think I'm gonna say that because that's technically not saying where or what I'll be doing. But yeah, I've got that, and I'm doing. I'm actually went back to college. I'm doing a, a course in IDT and screenwriting for TV because of that. I mean, that's what I really want to do. I really want to mm. write, and I really want to be involved in television. Not mm. that I don't love my job; it's grand, it pays the bills. But like, I, I know I want to do actually meaningful work and. Yeah, I've got, I'm working on a, a an LGBTQ plus novel slash screenplay about the referendum um, in 2015. So yeah, that's something I'm really excited about. So hopefully that will come into fruition. I don't really have a typical day. I just kind of do my day job as much as I can and then do the interviews. And then juggle and 24 writing. other projects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and charity work as well. You're coming on to interviews. Do you know what I mean? Really just a man for the people like here. Do <laughs> this count as community service? Um, I also, and I mean, sorry. You're paying for it like. <laughs> drag, drag race. Drag Race season 13 and season two of UK are out at the moment. So that's two extra hours a week and all this, and all the spin-offs. Like it's hectic. I'm, I'm very lucky that I've got so much going on because honestly, I'm the, the, the number one person that cannot handle so much time on their own. So I'm lucky I'm kept busy or I'd be a nightmare. I'd be literally post going on Insta live and crying down the phone every night. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 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 kept busy, which I'm very very grateful for. 
<laughs> well, fantastic. I'm so glad I've asked that there because there's literally been like some like other past guests I've brought on. And the more that I realized as like I started this like jury lock, like this kind of podcast, do you know what I mean? You're like getting on screens, writing screenplays, you know, releasing books. I just said chat to people on the internet. <laughs> um, but like I, I realized do you know what I mean? The more that I like pose that question, it's like, what's your day today? Look like they're, they're like, well, clearly fuck all because I'm chatting to you right now. <laughs> so I'm delighted that like, at least you seem to be like, I mean, doing like 110 things, which uh, yeah, makes me feel like a little less guilty for like asking what's everybody else doing with the day just because I'm literally curious. Like, <laughs> I'm not flexing. I'm not trying to like boast. I'm just like, I'm just like, I, I'm literally being like, is there anything I can do Every second I've got free, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll um, I'll join OnlyFans. Not really, <laughs> but I'm like, literally anything. And I'm like, yeah, I'm there. There's time yet. There's time yet. Do you know what I mean? But I suppose, like as well, you kind of touched upon briefly there, like your the things that you're doing, like and even like stuff with um, you're going to be on some screens, something like this soon enough. Like you're on different radio things. Like I know I seen you posting up about like different things. Was it for like BBC Science as well? Like I seen like a wee snippet of like yeah. you seem to be, you know. A lot of opportunities are coming from this because, as I said, you know, people respond to, like, what started off as something just like a bit of, like, oh, let's be great crack. People really respond to it and, like, take notice of it. And, like, it seems to be going really well for you. But have there been any, I suppose, so far, standout moments that have, like, kind of came from making this page, you know, getting involved in this whole kind of community that, like, maybe you never kind of thought could have happened from you know setting up a camera and lip syncing <laughs> on a trampoline <laughs> i think i think i've i mean there's a few things that come to mind i honestly like it's only happened like i'd say 10 15 times but when people come up to me in real life and i'm like i love your page like i'm can, I, can we get can we get a picture that blows my mind i'm like what the fuck like me like so it's it really i sound so like it's so fuck off annoying but I'm like it honestly really is really humbling I'm like wow that's so nice people are so nice mm. um but I mean over the summer Jennifer Zambarelli on RT2FM interviewed me and I was like wow that is crazy like I listened to her growing up um, yeah just before Christmas I was on Claire's podcast and like I've watched her um Claire Cullen I've watched her since I was like 10 on YouTube <laughs> so that was like a really nice full circle moment but I mean I guess just the people I've got to meet and got to work with mm. have been great like and some of the people that just mess like follow me and we go back and forth in dms like yeah. some people that I'm like wow I can't believe they know who I am <laughs> like Jedward um, <laughs> no not really Jedward actually haven't ever tweeted me which I think is a bit offensive um, <laughs> honestly fuck Jedward give us a fucking time because they're homophobic whatever <laughs> but I say honestly I'm counting down the days like the day Paul Meskel acknowledges I exist is the day I throw my I yeet myself out into traffic and like I'm, I'm happy to die that is the day I die <laughs> yeah because after that everything just pl- plateaus like yeah exactly that's that's when you've peaked really like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean and the amount of like memes that you've put up about like honestly at this it's getting a little bit offensive at this stage you know what I, mean? I actually have a theory because i've i'm a, I'm a freak i am a freak i've gone through all my followers and oh, anyway i've gone to the people that i think might like i've gone to all the like people. 10, followers what the- <laughs> I've gone through people. Well, I mean, Corona, Miss Miss Rona has given us a lot of time. I found out the people that Paul Mescal follows, and I'm like, a lot of people follow me that Paul Mescal follows. So I'm like, 
someone has to have sent him one of those memes. I'm like, <laughs> he has to have seen this and he's probably so disturbed by my <laughs> Like I've posted so much content with him. So many photoshops. <laughs> I'd say he, his, law, his lawyers know who I am, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose, yeah, standout moment so far. I mean, Paul Meskel is still, still waiting to be noticed. Um, but like, I mean, that's, that's such a future goal. But like, yeah, like, as you said, get recognized on the streets for like, literally, you know, post up like the most like, like, I think I'd say quality content, uh, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, even like yourself, it's humbling, like, especially in Ireland, where as soon as you start posting up stuff, people are like, fucking like, when well, yeah. you're in there. Yeah. But like, the fact that it's been such like a positive response. I mean, I was going to say a style, like, moments, maybe like raising a little money for charity, but whatever. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. that. No, but that was, that was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, no, okay, maybe to, with, to, yeah. to do a round, a round up of that. I think <laughs> overall, the opportunities, like, I've got to mm. do so much work with, um, with radio, for, for radio, for TV, mm. for like, for a different social for social channels online and like even working with some lgbtq plus charities like i'm a volunteer with shout out which i mean if anyone doesn't know who they are you should you should look them up they basically do like inclusivity talks at schools all around the country um so i mean i've been very lucky that i've got to help and support them and just yeah help be uh oh this is kind of cringe but be a role helping others while helping yourself you know what i mean it's (laughs) honestly yeah that's it (laughs) oh god i'm my favorite i can't believe i said my favorite highlight was people being like oh my god you're gay when i've uh, Oh yeah, anyway, I, it was my work with charity. I'm I'm really I'm really a good person. <laughs> it was a leading question. I'm so sorry, um, but like again, like yeah, from that maybe on the opposite spectrum of this, have there been any kind of like horror stories? I mean, apart from being chalked into you know trying to teach like. 50 randomers um so I'm like Irish with like some card or whatever that was like bringing him just like you're gonna be a star kid like and then maybe like some like the fucking trolls online like have there been any major like horror stories that came from this because it seems to be such a positive thing that's like really again as you said like positive feedback and like so many opportunities have came from this yeah I mean it's not really a horror story but I remember early days so I don't know if you've heard of this medias the the student media awards and when way back when our our radio show got nominated for like I can't remember what even the category was. I think it was People's Choice. Mm. Um, we didn't win, which was really not not on point. Um, but um, I remember TJ Carter were there and they were inter- interviewing us at like the entrance, and we had been pre-drinking for like now for like two or three hours before. I, we were young, like we were very. This was like early days in college. Um, and I remember TG Card asked, could they interview us? And I don't know why, what possessed me, but I thought it'd be really funny while my, so there was two of us getting interviewed. After my interview had finished, I was still standing mm. in frame. And I remember, oh God, I'm so, I'm still cringing. Um, I was like so drunk that I was just like staring down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> like for the whole thing, really, just really intensely staring. Like stared. And after... <laughs> After I got an email being like, um, Keen, just so you're aware, um, we had to scrap that entire interview. Like, <laughs> you, we can't post that. And <laughs> the person who interviewed me, I actually haven't talked to him about this because I work quite closely with him now on a lot of projects. And I, I'm, I'm, I keep meaning to ask him, does he remember that? Because that was years ago. And like, oh, 
And I was also sweating. (laughs) (laughs) Profusely, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, oh, I was, oh yeah, it was, it was, that was probably the only bad moment. I'm sure there've been, I'm sure there've been many more, but I compartmentalize. (laughs) Yeah, they've just been repressed heavily. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. If I I get enough work going on at the moment, then I won't have to deal with my uh, demons. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. There's no trauma like suppressed trauma. (laughs) And plus also, there's things that I look back on that I definitely don't think are bad that other people are like, wow, he didn't do that. (laughs) But yeah, all, all in all, it's been quite a nice ride. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I suppose I can kind of, I, I can relate with that last one. Um, my, uh, <laughs> when I was in college, like I did like media and stuff and like up in Belfast, I would have done like different um, little shoots or whatever, like this uh, couple of did would have been done wee bits of work for. But uh, they actually, it sounds very similar. Not that it was awards, but they were shooting actually this like Netflix game show. And um, I was uh, so obtrusively in the background that uh, they needed to, like, call back for continuity reasons, like, to me to, like, stand in the background because they're like, Connor, you're in every fucking single shot and we cannot afford to reshoot. <laughs> so um, if you ever feel like playing a drinking game, this is what we used to do in college. It's like, where's Wally? But where's Connor? And within five minutes, you're finished. So, like... <laughs> and you know what? You just have to own it. You know what I mean? Zero shame. Yeah, at least they can cut yours out. Mine's on fucking Netflix now. So, like, literally, there's just me in, like, a sweater. Like, again, sweaty profusely. Oh Similar haircut to this, but, like, a way bit bigger. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that actually I, just I think... reminded me i've got i actually do have a similar horror story i got contacted yes <laughs> i got contacted at the start of of lockdown being like oh keen and um, we've had a look at your social media we think you'd be really good for an upcoming tv show and i was like oh cool yeah and um, what is it and they were like oh it's it's basically like love is blind meets first dates ireland it's um love and lockdown so it's blind dates it's actually just came out recently. This this really shows goes back to me being a psychopath. So I got the I they were like, okay, Keen, fast forward. I did the like pre like met the producers, talked through all the interviews that you do. And then yeah. I got they were like, Oh, we found a match for you. And I was like, right, okay. But I was like, this is gonna be on live television. At the time, it didn't end up it, it only ended up an RT player or something, which is yeah bit embarrassing um, <laughs> so I dodged a bullet there and um, no um oh, they basically were like oh we found we found a date for you and I was like oh I can't um I can't go into a lot like a tv thing not knowing who it is I can't do a blind yeah. date. if it's someone that I do not vibe with I'm gonna come across as an asshole um because <laughs> my humor is like again like I'd, I'd be making references that no one gets and they'd just be like and then I'd start overthinking and getting really awkward. So anyway, they were like, okay, what we can tell you is the place that he's from, his age, and a fact about him. So they told me where he was from, what his age was, and that he plays the fiddle. Now, <laughs> six minutes later, I have, so I, I, this is psychotic. I bought Tinder Gold, <laughs> set my location to Belfast. <laughs> vigorously swiping to people and then I found someone with a fiddle in his profile Bang, found and went on and um, turns out it was this drag queen which I was like cool 
Um, uh. Anyway, I, I I had so I had to, I had like a huge mood board like with all the the wires going out, all the photographs, um, <laughs> and I knew everything about this guy. And then we had a date, and he was like, "Oh, like I played the fiddle," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> oh, I'm a drag queen, and I was like, "What? Oh my god!" Um, anyway apparently so this is kind of going on a tangent but the reason it got cut was because they didn't have enough content because basically it was the two of us talking to each other the producer was on the call kind of trying to lead us similar to like RuPaul's Drag Race trying to be like tell us about childhood trauma I'm like but we're vibing here we want to talk about drag anyway then we kept we kept like throwing shade at the, the producer being like oh straight people are trash like why are you trying to bring up trauma let us just have fun so they were like there's too much there's not enough content here because all you talked about was how straight people are trash and how the producer was trying to lead you so yeah that never ended up on tv but that was kind of an up like that was a that was a rough one but i love that as well just like going into it being like minimal information you've got an age you've got location and you've got some kind of like permissible hobby like not even like the main hobby do you know like well not even do you know what i mean like drag me that like instantly rounds it down but they just told you please fiddle like do you know what i mean like literally when you're naming that being like like northern is like yeah and i was like age to play fiddle i was like fuck that might have been me (laughs) but like do you know what i mean i love that just goes like hyper like gonna find you motherfucker <laughs> yeah, maybe, I was, maybe no, I'm, again, I'm a dodge the bullet. <laughs> yeah, dodge, dodge the bullet, and so does he. To be fair, <laughs> but then I suppose, like, I mean, from going from there, I mean, that that does really sound like a horror story. That sounds like like a peak, but again, like, I suppose, like, when you, I, I mean, f- from going from like, you know, you're already been scared for dating shows. What does the future, you know, hold for Kid? Like, like, what other goals are there to achieve? Other than, I mean, Paul Messel, of course, getting involved. But like, I don't know, is there any big future plans that you have? I know, like you mentioned about like, you want to get into screenwriting and stuff like that. Is that the kind of like route that you're like, now this is like my kind of like trajectory that I'm going to go down. And then I can like officially tell them the world that like, the, the straights are, the straights are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, I think... <laughs> I think what I really like about this kind of work is how varied it is. Like, I love being able to be posting content on on in, on social media, writing on the side, like writing Irish poetry, writing English novel, mm. um, doing radio work, doing TV work. Like, I, I do like the variety, but I'd say long term, I'd like to get more involved in TV. Like, I'm doing some presenting work in the next few months. Um, so I'll be behind the camera and in front of it <clears throat> but I think I really 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 want to get into writing like I want I've always wanted to pub- publish a book I've been writing since I was like 15 now this and it's all online I'm not going to tell you where only only the real stands will know because it is trash and I don't want to send anyone there but um <clears throat> I've, yeah I've read for <laughs> <laughs> again research <laughs> oh no that book that is gonna be that is that's going places but there's some I think I, I've had to like remove stories because I'm like this is like disgustingly bad um but yeah it's a paul mescal and you fan fiction okay we already get it yeah we we already know okay let's just bite the bullet here tell the people what's really about it oh god i was actually thinking i was like dreamcast would paul mescal be and i was like no i don't think i can ever actually meet him in real life because he'll he'll be like oh it's you and i'll be like Um, you know the, the goal is publish a novel 
my LGBTQ plus novel about the marriage of Frenham, write a screenplay mm. adaption and then take it from there. But like continuing the, yeah, the, the shit show on Instagram while I'm at it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Also, we want to get more better, get more better, get better at drag. I just think it's just really fun, and I mean, I'm shocking <laughs> at the moment. Um, I'd love to, yeah. But that's not really career. That's just like my life not being a mess. Um, <laughs> and you and you think that's going to simplify things? Hmm, interesting. <laughs> true. True that. <laughs> But no, like, I mean, that's, that's it. Like, I mean, that's like, if that's, I mean, it seems like, as you said, everything that's kind of came from this, like, it's kind of suits, I think, with your personality as well. And like, from the stuff that you're already putting out, like, talking for fucking play it, yeah, because like, world's your oyster. I mean, you're going to be presented, like, may as well, like, screenwriting, all the rest of it. Like, I think what you're doing kind of online is some of those, like, not to be like so commendable, but like genuinely, like it's one of those things that I think there was an appetite for, and it just needs to be fed. Do you know what I mean? The kids just were hungry, <laughs> gagging for it. <laughs> oh God, I wanted to make a joke, but not going to say. <laughs> Again, it was a leading joke, <laughs> but like Aussie, yeah, like I mean, that's like I, I suppose that's where like. I, I, I don't know what else I was gonna say, but other than like, I'll, like I keep talking to you for the rest of the night. But um, honestly, like I, I hope, hope that like next time you know get to see all your stuff. Like it, like I hope that everything goes where it's looked to go because it seems to be uh in the right direction, anyways. On the moment, thank you. <laughs> I suppose. Sorry, I don't know why I've completely just mocked up this interview. Like, and honestly, I'm like, I'm I'm keeping all this in because it's just. Yeah, I feel like no I've just bollocks it over. It's a Tuesday. I feel like we're both just in a weird mindset. But well, um, I your, suppose... your bill covers three more minutes. So if you want to just <laughs> retry that, that'd be great. <laughs> Before the people that kind of want to follow you and the stuff that you're going to be putting out next, you know, what I mean, between the, the Gilgory content, between you know other presenting work that you're going to be doing, anything that basically everything that you're going to be doing in the future so that we're all kept up to date with the fantastic work that you're up to where can they find you online if they by some chance are coming through you like finding you through me <laughs> um i don't know why i'm blanking um oh yeah gail gory <laughs> um gail gory that's gail gory so irish speaker but gay because um she's that way inclined um <laughs> but um yeah instagram's the main one i'm also on twitter which is get I'm, I'm getting a bit better on that um and tiktok i don't know what i'm doing i'm a bit of a boomer on that but i'm trying my hardest <laughs> um but yeah in everything's on instagram you'll find everything at gail gory absolutely well here Ian, honestly it's been a pleasure having you on um i appreciate you honestly same with anybody that I get on to podcast. I'm just a random respect kid on the internet that's just like, here, you want to talk about your life? Uh, so I honestly appreciate you taking the time out out of, uh, seems to be a pretty fucking hectic schedule and uh, coming on to the Finterviews podcast for me to just, yeah, dig through dig through all your dirty laundry. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, hopefully lot. it wasn't too painful experience. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. You're mean and much. That was really fun. No worries. Well, here, sir, have a good one. And yeah, uh, chat later. Slag a foil. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Finterviews. If you'd like to support the podcast, the best way to do so is by giving us a like, share, follow, subscribe, and of course, a five-star rating on whatever listen platform you're on. Honestly, all of that stuff really does help. Also, you can find me on socials and keep up to date with all the latest Finterviews coming out. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Finterviews. Finterviews underscore podcast and Finterviews pod. Basically, if you type in Finterviews online, you'll find me somewhere. (laughs) Until next time, thank you again for tuning in. I'll chat to you later. Bye.